Welcome to the podcast studio. Life of Emerald is a spiritual organization empowering millennials and Generation X to stand up to the universal truth grounded in oneness with the creation based on love, peace, harmony. Be true to yourself. We balance the science and spirituality, modern innovation, and ancient wisdom. Let's normalize mental health in 2022. This is a global movement, shall we? Our guest today is Kanna Kurti, an art enthusiast. She engages with art at a deep level. She also shares insights about entrepreneurship, founders, and nascent technologies like Bitcoin, crypto, and NFT. I'm proud to introduce and interview Kamna Kurti. Welcome. Welcome back. Hello, Kate. Hi. How are you, Kamna? I'm doing well. How are you? I am well, Zen. Well, Kamna, we have five questions for our audience. Um, could we jump right into it? Absolutely. Cool. Um, what is your view on mental health in general? Yes. Mental health to me is very important, a very essential part of my life. I will tell you why in, in the next stories. But yes, according to me, mental health is your well-being uh, psychologically, emotionally and uh, socially how you behave. That is mental health to me, how you grow as a person. And it's very important as an individual to realize that when you take care of your physical health, it's very important to take care of your mental health too. I include spiritual health into mental health too. I'm not a very religious person, but I am very spiritual. And I think three factors contribute to my mental health, which is spiritual, to be uh, psychologically healthy and to be mentally, to, to be socially healthy. So yeah, these three things contribute to my mental health and I define mental health like this mm -hmm. uh, you're on on point about the mental health being body body connected to body health and spiritual health yeah mind body and soul spiritual yeah awesome right so what is your one personal story pertaining to mental health which has shaped your life view today yes so i'll share two I, I'll be brief about it, but there are two important stories that have helped me to take care of my mental health and the mental well-being of my family. The first story is about my father. He has bipolar disorder and we came to know about it. He was diagnosed bipolar uh, when mental health was not even acknowledged in India. I mean, we knew that there was something wrong with his mind and how he was behaving, but we never knew the term. We came to know it long after, maybe like 15 years after he had already bipolar. There were signs which were happening that uh, he he used to he used to have depression. Then he used to be then he used to have hypermania, hypomania. All these cycles happened, and it was very frequent. It was it was in a gap of six months. But then we couldn't identify it. It was my brother when we went outside the home, when we studied, graduated, we came to know and we gathered and evolved as human beings. Like our minds evolved, we understood that there was something wrong and this was bipolar. And we came to know that this, this is running in the family. This is running in his family and it's genetic. And then we realized because it happened so closely and we were in the same household, we were brought up in a very protected household so to say but there were things which happened 
they were not at all traumatic nothing happened like that but obviously my mother had to suffer because there were these different cycles which were happening which we didn't know about and we came to know it maybe five months just five months prior to the five years prior to this so yes this is one of the stories that made me realize that how mental health is important and help you carve your help uh, help you to just be a be a human being a healthy human being so physically as you take care of yourself physically it is so important to acknowledge that there's something wrong if there is something wrong acknowledge it embrace it and work on it this was first of the stories that obviously started with childhood but i can describe it only now because i have understood what he went through and he's going through the second story is definitely my miscarriages which happened and that have made me i went through a lot of emotional turmoil there were th- there were times when i did not when i i i will not say i was depressed i was never depressed because it's a very heavy word but yes i was very anxious i never knew that what i would do in my life now and i i repressed my feelings actually and all those things were trying to hamper the relationship with my husband which i never wanted because he's the one who helped me to come out of it so i think that story and that narrative changed my view of mental health i take it on priority now and i acknowledge my feelings whether good or bad so these two personal stories have definitely made me very empathetic about uh, about others and about my life yes mm-hmm. your story touched me <laughs> thank you for sharing that mm. well what's what's standing what stands out is here recognizing something is wrong with the father and not being judgmental of it but you know with love your understanding now what might be happening uh, for him to, to him and th- there's power in naming feeling isn't there yes absolutely yes yeah. well so come now Um, what has helped you get through the mental health challenges you mentioned briefly about how your husband sort of pulled you out and the image I saw is someone in the cave for example you and he brought the ladder down and pull you out you know like Rene Brown speaks about empathy yeah. compassion right and so what yeah. has helped you get through mental health challenges this beyond what he's helped you with yes so he has played an he has played an indispensable role in uh, in me in uh, in actually uh, against all these black dogs i call them as black dogs because depression is one of them so i did not have depression but i had all those negativity and negative feelings so all those things happened and then how i came out the first was journaling writing really helped me to vent out my negativity on paper and uh, i felt so calm and so serene and from inside it was so satisfying that i could put my feelings on paper whether good bad there was nothing it was just a plain paper i was writing and this that just helped me um, to come out of it another thing which helped me was meditation and yoga so yoga i started just just to uh, because miscarriages is both physically and mentally traumatic right so i started yoga to come out of my physical uh, 
disaster or, or the things which happened in my body. I was not feeling that well. I was gaining weight. I was on medicines. So all those things were happening. And then, so yes, meditation and exercise, yoga just helped me to come out of the negativity, to come out of that stress which I took. And then there are books, reading, which help me. If just surround yourself with good people, good books, then you will then you will find a way to come out all of those negativity. For example, I read a book on stoicism and I understood that this is the thing which is not in my control. Let it be. Let these things happen. I should focus on the things which are in my control. My career, my husband, my relationship. These are the things which are my control. I will work on them and let all those things happen. And I will just embrace them. That is what I was doing. I was repressing my feelings and I was thinking why I'm feeling negative. But there will be days when you'll feel down, when you are not, when you are not very productive, but just embrace it. Do things that make you happy. Start doing those things rather than focusing on why I am feeling negative. But how can you remove that negativity out of you, I think. So focus on those things. So to put it in brief, journaling, reading books, talking to my husband about my negative and positive feelings. These things really help me to come out of that negativity. Wow. Well, I mean, you're naming these tools that are, have been proven scientifically, journaling, naming the feelings, just just letting it flow. And the journal, no one, you don't have to share with anybody, right? So it's a safe, safe, safe and sacred space between you and the journal, as if journal is our friend. And yoga and meditation, definitely. It's an ancient um, wisdom, sort of, you're bring, bringing that out to our audience here. Um, thanks for sharing that. And so the next question is, what is the go-to strategy for calming your mind instantly? So let's say we, we don't have a journal around us, our meditation, we don't know we're busy, like, you know, <laughs> busy. What is the one thing that calms your mind instantly? Okay. So now I have this one, one liner, which I think is very important and it's helping me. What, whenever I'm in fear, whenever I feel, oh God, this might go wrong. I just ask one question to me, what's the worst can happen? I'm living such a, I'm living such a privileged life. I have all the basic needs, the basic things which are required. It might sound cliche, but that's the thing. Little things give you the most important joys. So always I ask this thing, what is the worst can happen? And that, give, and that gives me an answer to move ahead and move forward. Another thing which I do is I, I, I basically make sure now that in front of maybe my husband or maybe my relatives or my mother who I'm very close to, that how I should behave when there is adversity. It's very because when you are in a good situation, you will always behave well. You will not react. The real test comes in when you are when you are into adverse situations, when things doesn't go the way you want them, and then how you respond to them is so important. <laughs> so these two things really help me to uh, to behave well, behave well as in to not react. Because these are my people. Sometimes you take your relationships for granted don't do that 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 has been my biggest lesson so yeah leave what the worst can happen 
and uh, yeah this has really helped me yeah that, that has been my lesson as well yeah come that mm. well yeah. <laughs> i love that fact that you're embracing the quote quote difficulties of life we, we just label that you know we're using language here to understand what we're talking about and the deeper layer when i hear you is about non-judging non-judgment right and so we have really conditioned been conditioned to label emotion like such as anger is bad so don't feel that but that's not scientifically proven anger is a in an emotion it's neither good or bad it's how you how we choose to channel that anger right and you're, really yeah and you're an artist and you write um so does the emotion when you get evoked by a certain emotion does it help to channel that feeling into writing yeah absolutely so there's uh, there's there's a term which i studied which is sublimation it was given by friedrich nietzsche the famous german philosopher and he told that how you can sublime your negative feelings so whenever you are so take for example an artist maybe michelangelo how when he was suppressed by the church or he was not able to do the art he wanted how he sublimed that into the art which has become the the best art in the world and everybody's eager to see that art right so sublimation is one of the processes which happen which is proven and which helps you to convert your negativity in channeling your negative energies into something positive so i think writing has definitely helped me to do that and in this process i realized that i was doing journaling but there have been so many interest in writing and um, which has helped me for example i never knew i wanted to write about art but when i wrote so many articles i got good response my audience resonated I realize that this is one thing that I really enjoy. I should do it, and people are enjoying it too. So why not just take it to the next level, double down on it? So yes, that has paved so many paths. I mean, you you don't know your potential until you start working on it. Well said. I love that. Yeah, you don't know your potential until you start working on it. So if for our yeah. audience, maybe in the slightly you know darker space mentally. I think the advice here is to just do something, one thing, even a little thing that can help. Yeah. The more, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there have been so many uh there's there's always this question and this article I write I haven't been able to find a very definitive answer because it's a very subjective topic. But if you see artists like Van Gogh uh or maybe some other artist who have gone through mental illness maybe edward monk there's a very famous painting of him the scream so you have seen them they they have gone to such polarizing uh, uh, uh as uh, like depression behavioral changes but they have what they have bring to the world they have bring some of the best art in the world van gogh so obviously they have channeled their negativity their negative thoughts into something which the world will always be uh, proud of and we we just love that art right yeah i mean going back to the word bipolar these people upon my based on research i mean i've got i've certainly gone through it and healed that through a spiritual channeling and that people with this tendency uh let's say have connection to the divine realm 
So one foot right. on the physical plane, one foot in the spiritual plane. It's a matter of how do you utilize this gift yeah, in society. True. And the shamans are often labeled as that. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> Kamna, how do our audience get in touch with you? Yeah, so I have a single link, which is the Linktree link. Linktree forward slash Kamna Hethi, where I have all my social media handles. I'm active on all of them. So it has got my Medium link where I write actively. I have my LinkedIn and I have my Twitter. People can follow me there by Kamna Kirti. And yeah, I'm so happy to be a part of this show today. Yeah, I'm happy you're with us today. Well, thanks Kamna and thanks for listening our audience. This is Life of Emerald podcast advocating for mental health for listeners like you. Our website is lifeofemerald.com. Do reach out on Instagram, lifeofemerald underscore or email lifeofemerald at gmail.com. Till next time, take care.